Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast, where mindset and marketing meet purpose, passion, and profits. I'm Bob Baker, and if you're a creative entrepreneur or someone who runs a heart-centered business, you're in the right place. To get a free collection of sample chapters from my books and audiobooks, just pay a quick visit to promoteyourcreativity.com. That's promoteyourcreativity.com. Now, enjoy the episode. Do you ever feel stuck with your creative projects, like something internally is holding you back? Well, you could deal with it the way a lot of artists do, or you can take my advice and break through with faster results. Interested? Stay tuned. I'm Bob Baker, and this is The Creative Entrepreneur, Season 2, Episode 21. Thanks for tuning in to The Creative Entrepreneur. I use some uh, different, newer music there. I mean, not newer. It's something I've had on the computer for a while. I used in uh, one of my other podcasts. I like to actually use my own music because, as you may know, I'm a musician and I've written and recorded many songs and a few albums over the years. And I have been using a uh, the lead-off track from uh, an album called Opening Up to the Good in the last year or two. Uh, but maybe I'll mix things up. As long as it's something energetic and upbeat. Well, a lot has transpired since uh, the last episode. I've been a busy guy. I'm not going to tell you all about it now. But one really fun and cool thing is the latest book that I published. It's actually my 13th book that I put out over the summer. And this is something very different for me. For a long time, I've had an interest in improv comedy. I first did it like back in 1985, like over 30 years ago. And I was kind of in and out of doing it over the decades. And like four or five years ago in my hometown of St. Louis, I started teaching improv and performing it and getting involved with the local improv scene. And like a lot of people that are improv fans, uh, I have watched the show Whose Line Is It Anyway for many years and enjoyed it through all the Drew Carey era. You know, there was a British version before that. But it was on for several years with Drew Carey, went off the air, uh, and then it came back on the air with a new host, Aisha Tyler, and they brought back the old cast and everything, and it's been on actually for four seasons again. I've been very blessed that over the last couple of years, I've gotten to know Laura Hall, which you may know as the piano player, as the music director of Whose Line Is It Anyway? And over the past year, Laura and I uh, have been working on a book on the topic of musical improv, and it was just recently released. We actually did a, a soft launch over the summer when I brought her and her husband Rick into St. Louis to do a workshop and an event back in July. That was a ton of fun. We had a sold-out standing room, only room for the show. But now the book is officially available on Amazon. It's called The Improv Comedy Musician. And it's about the role of music and the musician in an improv comedy troupe. It's the first time that Laura's been forced to sit down and articulate uh, exactly what she does. And what she does on Whose Line is it's a small sliver of what a musician and what she does in other live improv shows. She's from Chicago, where she got her start in Second City and a lot of those theaters there. And then her and her husband moved to L.A. like 25 years ago, and she's been very involved with it out there. So she has an in-depth history performing improv and just uh, 
probably the best known improv musician on the planet. And so I'm very fortunate to have written a book with her. It was a great partnership and it's out now. So if if you yourself are interested or you know someone, just go to Amazon and look up The Improv Comedy Musician by Laura Hall and Bob Baker. And then another cool thing I did just recently is I officially launched my Patreon page. Perhaps you've heard of Patreon. If not, it's a fan funding site. Probably the most popular fan funding site that's known is Kickstarter. And it's different than Kickstarter. With Kickstarter and Indiegogo and some of those others, they're basically set up to fund like one big project. So you get people to make one contribution to a specific project one time and then the creator goes on to make that thing. Well, Patreon is set up for ongoing micro payments to your favorite creators. And so instead of one big project, you support either a writer or an artist or a filmmaker or whatever who's consistently creating new content and you give them a micro payment. It could be a buck a month, five, 10, 25, whatever dollars a month just to support their efforts. And some artists have done really well with it. So I thought I would uh, give that a try myself and reach out to fans and listeners like you to help support my mission to inspire and empower creative people around the world. I've been on this journey for, God, like going on 25 years pretty soon. And I've shared a lot of my knowledge and best practices and the interviews and so on that I've done through this podcast and many other ways over the years. So I'm reaching out to my peeps uh, and asking for your support. And there are perks that come with it. I'm just not going to go into all those details right now. You can go to patreon.com. And Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bob Baker. It's just my name, all one word. So patreon.com forward slash Bob Baker. You can check out the different levels there. And one of the perks that you get at a pretty minimal level on up is I will give you a shout out on my podcast. And so right now I want to thank some of my early supporters, including Jonathan Cummings from Florida, Kelly Schatzer, who I believe is from Texas, and then my friend Joshua Liston from Australia. That's right. It's a global community. And I will include their names and uh, links to their sites if I can find them. Uh, in the show notes of this episode. So thank you to Jonathan, Kelly, Joshua. I'll be mentioning supporters in every episode moving forward, and hopefully I'll have more and more of them and would love your support as well. So you want to know the best way to blast through your creative blocks? I'm going to do a little riff on a blog post that I wrote recently right after this little ditty. I've lost count of the number of conversations I've had over the years that went something like this. So why aren't you doing more with your art or your music or your writing? The person I would be speaking with would respond, I know I should be doing more, but something internally is stopping me. I need to do some deep personal work to figure out what the block is so I can move past it. Perhaps you've uttered something like this to yourself when you felt frustrated about your creative progress. Either you never start projects, or you get rolling with them but get cold feet before completing them, or some other form of self-sabotage creeps in to stop you. There's a feeling that a mysterious force is putting up an obstacle, and you have no idea what it is or why it repeatedly curses you. Many people feel the need to clearly identify the culprit so they can root it out and banish it from their psyche. Some people spend years going through this process. I get that, 
Self-awareness is a helpful personal growth tactic. As Socrates said, the unexamined life is not worth living. Serious introspection can definitely help you discover unconscious mental programs that hold you back, which then allows you to overcome the limiting beliefs that fuel them. But there's another way to break through blocks that I've found to be even more effective with faster results. So here's my secret weapon. Instead of spending a lot of time and energy figuring out what is stopping you, spend that same time and effort making something cool. Overwhelm the interior barrier with creative action. I know, easier said than done, but this is why it works. Your creative blocks grow stronger every time you let them win through inaction and stagnation. You validate their existence when they are allowed to squash your creative expression or your desire to share your art with the public. Sure, you could eventually weed out your internal obstacles by attending workshops and retreats, journaling, meditating, consulting trusted mentors, etc. Those are all great steps to take. But you can also get there by blasting through them with action. Sure, they will no doubt scream bloody murder the first few times you move forward while you ignore their demands to stay within your comfort zone. But as soon as you make progress with a project, and especially when you actually finish one and share it with people, that mean old nasty block will grow smaller. Its voice will get thin and its muscles will atrophy. The block will lose its power and become impotent. And here's the most important thing. When you get to that point where you are creating and sharing your work and celebrating your victory over your former creative block, will it really matter why it was there in the first place? Your main goal is to blast through the block and overcome it, not to know its life story. So, the next time you find yourself wrestling with an internal demon, you'll know what to do. Overwhelm it with creative action. That's it. So, I hope that little rant will help you if you're currently dealing with that issue or if you encounter it in the future. Because a lot of people do wrestle with this stuff. I just feel stuck. I can't get started. And they think they need to look under the hood and determine what's blocking them. But I don't know, the way I've lived my life, I always err on the side of just taking action and trying stuff, and that usually just obliterates whatever the obstacle was. Another way you can power up your internal creative strength is to check out The Empowered Artist. It's the uh, book that I published last year that I'm uh, extremely proud of. It's helped many, many people. It's got 45 principles based on my own life in the arts and the 13 years that I've been self-employed and based on the hundreds and hundreds of interviews that I've done over the years with people in successful creative fields and whittled it down into the top principles that I believe fuel the most successful creative people. So you can check that out at uh, empartist.com. That's like empowered, the first three letters of it, empartist.com. You can find out more about that there. And again, if you'd like to support my ongoing efforts to inspire and empower creative people around the world, you can help me in that effort by going to patreon.com forward slash Bob Baker. That's it for this episode. Have an awesome week. I will be back and talk to you real soon. So long. 
for now.